Welcome. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome. <laughs> All right, so as you guys can see, we have a star guest tonight. This is mi madre, my mother, Tammy. Tam Tam. Tam Tam. Welcome. She's got a couple good stories to tell you guys, so. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> Say, what's up, Mom? Here, hold your mic. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> um, so remember our beginning announcements. Make sure you follow our Instagram. All the stuff. Our so Facebook. Spotify. Spotify. All that good yeah. junkaroony. Make sure you guys are keeping up with our stories and podcasts. And if you could like and share and subscribe if you haven't already, that'd be greatly appreciated. Mom, make sure you're looking at the camera. Oh. Yeah. No, I'm saying when you talk. <laughs> okay. Don't yeah. just stare right yeah. at it, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> and... Hopefully this isn't like too much of a difference in background. Yeah. We just wanted to change it up a little bit instead of seeing like a corner of a boring room. Yeah. Just try to so try something my... different. So if it's too much or we hate it, then that's it. So. And if we sound different, we got new microphones. Yes. Cause... We're all three of us are on microphones right now, which is actually really cool. So. Yeah. So hopefully it sounds better too. Yeah. So I can but hear my disgusting voice. Let me yeah. know what you guys think of my setup back there. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So today my mom as mentioned in the prior episode, we are going to uh, have her share some wild and crazy stories that she's experienced in the past. And what's the first story you're sharing? Well, you guys did um, the Spalding Inn mm -hmm. on your last podcast, and I actually went there. So I did guess right. Yes. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I went there with, there was six or seven of us. Party. We actually stayed in the most haunted room. Was that on purpose? Yes. Oh. Okay, so. So you knew prior that it was haunted? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we knew prior. We knew that, you know, we knew that we wanted to go there it, because they actually allow you to ghost hunt. So, you know, you when you go there, you check in and you, you pick the room you want. Mm -hmm. Well, when we went to the desk, I was like, yeah. I want the most haunted. So it was actually me, my mom, and my Aunt Lori. We were in the most haunted room. Do you remember mm -hmm. what room number? I do not. So I think eight. it was 38, 38 is on online. It says 38 is yes. the most haunted room there. So, so we had three rooms that went 38 and then 37, 36. Okay. So we had three rooms with all of us that were there. Uncle D went too, right? Yes, my, okay. my brother went, his girlfriend, Leslie at the time, and then two of my Aunt Lori's friends um, went also. When we got there, my, my mom actually had to sleep on a cot. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, we set up her bed and everything. and So there wasn't enough beds in the room? So there was one bed. And it oh, was really? a, it was a, it was actually a California King. Oh, okay. So it was me, my aunt Lori. It was someone Couldn't else. just snuggle with Nana. Poor Nana had to get the cot. <laughs> well, <laughs> she, paper scissors are over it. Or was it you? Was it? Was it you, Aunt Lori? And didn't you say Aunt Diane? Aunt Diane. Yeah. So Which is my Uncle Roy's wife. Right. I know you guys don't know who I'm talking about. So, but this is essentially. I have no idea who they're talking about. A family, so just, yeah, a family, family, family get together to yes. hunt ghosts. Right. <laughs> so we all get in there and we set up our rooms or whatever, and we started like right away. So we had multiple cameras. We had, you know, the the voice EVP, at EVP, EVP recorder. 
we had those we had all kinds of stuff so at first we went outside okay. to check out the land because the barn that they were talked that Amelia was talking the about the carriage house the carriage house yeah. it was they called it a barn when we were up there mm-hmm. but then when you t- said your story I'm like oh they did car- call it a carriage house so we went around there and the carriage house now is actual rooms so there's rooms that you can stay in where Mr. Spaulding passed away yes that's so took his own life did that's not did creepy. not we did not know that at the time obviously mm-hmm. so we checked outside and then it was starting to get really dark so we're like okay we'll go in we had dinner everybody's like okay none of us are gonna sleep obviously because right. and then all of us got we all got together so we're starting and my aunt Lori you know she's taking pictures the whole time and she said she you know we were saying you know if anybody's here let us know really didn't hear anything really didn't see anything so you're doing the full-blown <coughs> ghost hunting thing. yep yep you know we looked at we looked it up online obviously all of us have believed in spirits for a long time Mm -hmm. um so what we did is my aunt had just me walk down the hallway and she actually took pictures and i literally have orbs all over my whole body which you have examples of right so we'll be showing those on screen right now yeah So we, I go all the way to the end of the hall. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the hall, there's a stairway to go downstairs because the, the level of it, it is a little bit higher because obviously you walk into the house. So when they made the, the in pot, they made it higher. So you walk down these stairs. Well, I get to the end of the hall and I, I say, is there anybody here? You know, if there's someone here, please let us know. You know, we're not, obviously, we're not here to hurt you. We're not here to haunt you. Mm -hmm. So I went to turn, and when I turned, because I was turning to go back to them, Mm -hmm. because they were all way at the other end of the hall. When I went to turn, I saw a figure with a top hat. You know, the regular, old-fashioned top hats. I was like okay so i turned real quick and i'm like if i saw that you know let you know show me a sign and when i turned around it was gone Mm -hmm. so with that being said i'm like okay (laughs) i was like don't get me wrong i was a little nervous i mean i've seen plenty of spirits and i've seen a lot of stuff as you guys will hear with my stories Mm -hmm. when i walked back down my aunt was still taking pictures of me and four of the pictures that she took didn't come out. What what was wrong though? Because so Aunt Laurie was on a digital camera. Yep. Really. And she had two different cameras. When she started walking towards me, because she wanted to be down with me, when she walked her towards me, her one camera was totally dead. Which is a common thing. Very common yeah. because what they they use, they, the... they use it as their energy. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. That's so yikey. So we get... <laughs> that's so yikey. Oh, gosh. Um, so when we get back, when I meet with her, I said to her, I go, um, I just saw something, you know, and I explained it to her. She's, she's like, okay, well, we're going to go outside. So we go outside, and there is a ginormous tree, which you have to, you'll have that picture. Okay. So we actually took a picture of this tree and we're sitting there and all of a sudden this bright, round 
orb just shows up right on the tree. So in, in the picture... So, okay, so you go out to the tree and do you see... You're seeing the orb before you even take the photo? Wow. That's... Yeah. That's crazy. So then we decide to go by the carriage house. <laughs> not asking. knowing, not knowing oh, yeah. that Mr. Spaulding asking for trouble. passed away there. So we go down in there and off, so the carriage house is over here and off over here is like a, it's almost like their two shed where they keep lawnmowers, snowblowers, okay. whatever. Yeah, landscape stuff. Um, Lori and I walk over there. Now it's just her and I, everybody else kind of. We're, they were nervous, hmm. you know, so... Me, I mean, me, after just seeing maybe that, too, I think yeah. I'd be a little yeah. So we go, we go to this little shed thing, and I look at her, and I go, did you hear that? And she's looking at me like, did I hear what? And I go, you didn't hear that? And she goes, no. I go, it sounds like that door just shut. So to, she... To, to the, the shed. Oh, no, oh, okay. to the shed. So she says to me... Well, let's go over there. Brave little Tammy. <laughs> Gotta go. I went over there, and it literally sounded like someone shut the door on us. Like, when? shut the door. So you you went inside? No, you couldn't. Oh. So we were, oh, so at you were walking the door, up and, it shut. and it shut. Oh, my God. But it, we and didn't... And this is in the dead of night? It, probably one, maybe <laughs> two in the morning. It's a crazy. Night. So we, so we just looked at each other and said, "Okay, so maybe this is, you know." And she says, "If you know, show me a sign. You know, we're not here to hurt you. We're not here to bother you. We just want to, you know, see, you know, what's going on." So nothing happened after that. So what we did is we went back into the inn. Mm -hmm. So when we went back in, there was a lady at the counter and she says to yeah she what at like two o'clock in the morning well oh, they yeah. have yeah because you have people show up to hotels and inns like oh, yeah i don't know maybe it's kind of weird a i feel like room. someone yeah i feel like something like as small as that yeah wouldn't they wouldn't have, have a worker no but. they do all night so the the girl actually took out a book and in this book was mr spaulding mm family members of Mr. Spaulding and stuff like that. Well, when we, when we got to that, when we got to that one picture, I looked at her and I went, who's that gentleman right there? And she goes, oh, that's Mr. Spaulding. He was the owner of the place. Guys, that's the guy I saw at the end of the hall. That's creepy. So when you saw him, what did you see exactly? Did it was you see a, a shadow? It was it a shadow, was a shadow okay. but... The top hat is what got me. It was distinct, yeah. You know, it was the top hat. And, so, like, it's so weird, too, because even though it's a shadow, when you see a photo of it, you, like, just know. It was, like, I've, I've experienced like my that. heart, like, dropped. Yeah. Like, dropped. Just, yeah. and Sunk I, right down. It did. It was, <laughs> so, I, was just, I was just standing there, like... Did you do... Like, before you guys went, you knew it was haunted, mm -hmm. and you guys had met the ghost hunters, right? Mm -hmm. Which was pretty cool. Where did you have that meeting? We, Nana and I met them in, at UNH. Okay, and then yep. you went up to the hotel? Yep. Okay. So, yep. did you do any prior research before? Nope. Or did you just, you Nothing. just knew it was haunted? I do. We just knew it was haunted because at the, 
at the thing that we went to, they said that, you know, they were thinking of buying this Spalding Inn, and it was Oh, one. so wait, they didn't even own it yet? No. Oh, wow. No. Wow. Yeah. So, so after that, yeah. we all decided to <laughs> try to go to sleep. So we're all sitting there, mm -hmm. and my brother, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was a, mm -mm -mm. my brother actually <laughs> got stuck in the bathroom. So he goes into the bathroom to use the bathroom, and he could Bye. not get out of the bathroom. Goodbye. The door was jammed. Bye. The door was, like, nope. jammed. Mm -mm. So... Do you remember what room he was in? He was in the room 37. Okay, so next year. Yes. Yeah. So he's screaming. Because what we did is the three bedrooms that we had, mm -hmm. we left all the doors open. They had, like, coinciding doors. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so really? So we could go into oh, the other room. Okay. So we left all the doors open. Okay. So David and Leslie were next to us. So he's screaming. Leslie's screaming. We go running in there, and he's like, I can't get out. I can't get out. I literally turned the knob, and the door opened. That's weird. So I'm like... So someone's just messing with You're me. just a liar. <laughs> <laughs> so then... I go in to get in more comfortable clothes because I knew we weren't going to end up going to sleep. Yeah, no. Right and not. the bathroom in 38, actually, I could not get out of the bathroom. So you got locked in the bathroom too? I did. And when I was in there, my my poor mom was trying to get <laughs> me out. She couldn't. Uh, Lori tried it. I'm like, okay, um, I understand that you know, you're, you're a spirit, but can you please let me out of this two by four bathroom? And before I turned, cause I'm facing the door. Now these bathrooms are probably as wide as this spot that we have right here. Mm -hmm. Very, very small bathrooms. And the shower curtain <laughs> ended up, you know, like if you're at a beach yeah. and you see the waves. Yeah. That's what this shower curtain was. And there was no AC. There was nothing in there. No, thank you. Yeah. So, finally... Mary would be like, that's just the draft. It's the just the draft. <laughs> the weird part is, is my mom... Yikey. That's so yikey. I would have... Even though I was in a bathroom... If I was in a bathroom, I would have peed myself. Right on the, right then and there. <laughs> Toilet? Nope. So, the weird part was, was I couldn't get out of the bathroom, but... Mom, my mom, mm -hmm. Fran, sorry, um, Nana. Nana. As most of you know, Nana. Francis. She, <laughs> yeah, Francis. Um, she tried opening the door, and the only one that could open the door was Aunt Lori. Mm. So, yeah, when we used the bathroom, the door stayed open. Mm -hmm. Yeah, literally never going in the bathroom. Literally mm -hmm. open. So, weird. Mm -mm. so we all decide we're going to lay down, we're making jokes. You know, of course, we're joking with Nana. Mm -hmm. And we're like, you better be careful because that spirit's in the bathroom while <laughs> my mom's cot was at the end of the bed. Oh, jeez. So it went. Picking on the lady with the cot. <laughs> right? It went our bed, her cot, the bathroom. <laughs> So she goes, I'm not facing the bathroom. <laughs> She's like, so be careful with your feet, guys, because my face is right here. So did, did Nana experience anything at all? Well, well, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, you're fine. Um, yeah, so the next part, we all kind of doze off. Mm -hmm. Obviously, we were all really tired. Of course, Nana, being Nana, 
she was very nervous about falling asleep, and I just kept telling her, take your melatonin, you'll be fine, go to sleep. <laughs> Knock so, it right out. So, in the middle of the night, her being very afraid, didn't want to wake us any of us up, she literally felt someone touching her hair. <laughs> so the, the weird part is, it was on the side that that orb was on. When my aunt took the picture outside on the porch. All of a sudden, uh, we wake up to Nana screaming. <laughs> of course. So it was the cot. <laughs> I, it, you know what? It's funny because we all said that. It had, it had to be the cot. Um, so she woke up in a really loud, not like scream, but like, like she was dreaming. You know, like, ah, ah, ah. And I'm like, I wake up Aunt Lori and I go you hear her and she goes yeah I'm not sleeping I'm like neither am I so we're sitting there and I'm like it's okay mom you know no oh my god she felt like something was taking her blankets in holding them oh my god that's a step up from what you so that's a step up so we we tell her it's okay you know and i brave little me i get up <laughs> well guess what guys you tried to pull on the blankets no our king california king bed was moved from the wall to the middle of the door we couldn't get to david's room what a king double king size bed was moved from it was against the wall to here how far did it move, you think? Well, you gotta realize there was this much space, probably about this much space, to get through the door. You couldn't fit. So it moved, like, a, or where was it? It was against the wall. Yeah. The doors here okay. to get into the other room. So I'm basically the other side of the wall. All the way over that way? Oh my god. What? So, with that being said, we did not sleep. How did you Anyone. not wake up? What? You couldn't, none of us. So where did, in. where did Nana's bed end up? If, so it was still at the end of the bed? It's like the, the bed, it, the, it's like the bed did not move. Her, her bed her was, cot. her, no, like our bed did not move because her cot was in the exact same spot. But how? Because her cot was up against our Right. Bed. So what did so, you do? <laughs> I pooped myself and I ran out of it. No, I probably literally pissed my pants like honestly <laughs> and, and i'm not being rude you know i'm but the thing is is like we <laughs> we didn't know what to do like honestly what do you do so i we got up we turned on lights you know and literally i shit you guys not <laughs> it took six of us to move that bed back it was that heavy. That's how heavy this bed. It's all old fashioned. Jinky scoop. <laughs> so with that being said, we did not go back to sleep, and oh I think God. Nana probably, my mom probably, literally crapped herself a couple times. And <laughs> good thing she's not a cot. <laughs> so we got we got up in the morning and we went downstairs and explained the situation to the one of the girls down there, and she's like. Well, you picked the most haunted room. Yeah, honestly, did. what did you expect? You did. So, so you asked for a little bit of fun, that's what you get. Right, so that that's the story of the Spalding Inn, and 
It's pretty, um... No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun. I'm not going. Sounds good. No. It's pretty intense. We'll stay. I'd rather sleep in the car. You can <laughs> so I if, I invited, car too, if right? I invited you to go, would you go again? Oh, gosh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Mom loves it. And absolutely. So if you guys see us... If you guys see us staring up above the camera, my sister Amber's behind the camera. Making weird faces. So if we're like, yeah. Laughing or whatever. Laughing or anything. Distracted. Making weird eye contact with the ceiling, it looks like. (laughs) But, um, so you would go. So Amber, you would go too? Yeah. Okay. You would go. Count me out. (laughs) Count me out of that one. You look good with blonde hair, honey. So how many... How many more stories do you got for us? I actually have two more. Two more, okay. Okay, so this um, this one I'm going to read. Sorry about the glasses, guys. Um, <laughs> so you, All I've been lady trying eyes. To get her, I've been trying to get her, go to the eye doctor. She wears like 50 cent glasses. She got them out of a gumball machine. <laughs> no, they're, they're a dollar. They're a dollar, dollar, dollar tree. A dollar do, 25 now, though, because yeah. the dollar store is not a dollar. So you you wrote both of these stories down? Yes. Okay. Okay. It all started as I was growing up. My little sister Heather and I shared a room in a small trailer with our parents and our brother. At night, I would hear her talking. So for months, I told our mom, and she said that it was probably, most likely, she was just talking in her sleep. So me being younger, I agreed. Well, one night, I thought she was jumping on her bed. So how could she be jumping on a bunk bed? I got kind of scared, but I got out of my bed, and there was a glowing light sitting on her bed. She had the top bunk, and my parents didn't want her falling off, so they got a bar to hold her in, so she wouldn't fall. The bar was metal, and when I got up and was going to talk to her, I grabbed the bar, and it was ice cold. And the glowing light was literally jumping on the bed. So of course, I got scared being young, and I went in and woke up my mom, and she told me I was joking, go back to bed. When I started crying and telling her that I was, ah! a, right? <laughs> I was, that I was awake, and explained to her what happened. Then she was unsure of what to do. So she followed me into our room and she saw the ball of light and that the bars were ice cold. She told me to try to go back to sleep. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Honestly. Okay. Okay. It took me many hours to fall back to sleep. So the next morning, my mom and I talked to Heather and asked her what she was dreaming about. She told us that she wasn't dreaming, that Grammy Bunka, now Grammy Bunka died at 103. There was a decade between Heather and Grammy Bunka. Yeah, my family lives for a long time, so. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> Not me. So Grammy Bunka actually brought her bunny, who passed away, to come see her because she missed her. So Auntie Heather had, she's three. She has no idea who Grammy Bunka is at all. And she's telling me. It's crazy. Yep. I looked at my mom in shock. Our great-great-grandmother passed away when Heather was three. And they were a decade apart, like I said, sorry. And told my grandfather that she was going to come back and tell a family member what heaven was like. So, <laughs> it was my sister, Heather. <laughs> my mom got a hold of a doctor... To see if my sister was, was dreaming, cuckoo nutty, <laughs> or or if it was, you know, if it if she was dreaming, or if this could happen, or if it was real. The gentleman, the doctor, told her it was very p- possible for someone to do that. He proceeded <laughs> to tell my mom 
to ask Heather questions that only the fa a family member or someone in the family would know about Grammy Bunker. So that night, she told Heather to ask Grammy what she was buried in. Okay? Mm -hmm. Ask Gam Gam. Yep. The next morning at breakfast, Heather told us exactly what she was buried in. A blue dress, and she had a brooch. So only one aunt, my Aunt Yuna, mm -hmm. knew about the brooch. And why is, why is that? Because when she was buried, Aunt Yuna was the only one that saw her. Oh, in the it, was, it was an open casket. No. Oh. Yes. So with that being said, Nana got a little scared, and it was the most scariest thing that I've ever been involved in because being young, mm -hmm. you know, but now us knowing who it was, it was family. Yeah, essentially. So it was okay, and I knew we would all be safe with her around. The night this happened, Mom, before she went to sleep, asked in her thoughts if her daughter was crazy or not seeing this, show her a sign that is real. So Mom opened her eyes, and before her eyes was a glowing shadow that went above her body and circled around, went out her door, and right into my room. I literally have goosebumps. <laughs> Where she heard Heather Pretty talking. Bunker. You know, she started talking again. So she got a sign and then felt safe. The thing is that we weren't sure. So my mom did a lot of research on this. It happens a lot to certain people and definitely children. Mm -hmm. Many months of hearing this and being a part of it was actually amazing, knowing that our family was that close, that our departed family member would do this for us. Many other things happened to our family with spirits, so stay tuned for more stories. <laughs> the moral of the story is some hauntings are not always scary and good. Things happen for a reason. Her explanation of heaven was peaceful, beautiful, and no pain also free of any sadness and hurt. Thank you for listening to my story. Come on. It was good. There's a weird stigma when it comes to children and that sort of stuff, and it's really weird, right? Yeah, I... <laughs> I hear the stories about kids knowing about how they died in their past life, yeah. or, you know, like, they talk about it. I've just heard and that they are more, like, prevalent to seeing things and... Yeah, I don't... I'm not having children, sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, that's what... I'm just kidding. That's what the that's what the doctor literally told my mom, too, that it come... You know, they can come a lot. They're so innocent. They are innocent. And that's the whole thing. And spirits obviously yikes. know that. Yeah. That's so yikey. <laughs> I think if we have kids and they have, like, imaginary friends and stuff, that is creepy. And I essentially think it's, it has that creepy stigma because of horror movies. Like in The Conjuring, when she's sleepwalking into the thing. She's doing all that weird shit. Yeah. So. But, alright, on to the last story. This one is called Am Road. Yelp. Is that in Raymond? Yes. It's in it Raymond. Is. Took place in Raymond, New Hampshire, where you grew up. Yep. Yep. Right, get right into it. Put so. those Dollar Tree glasses on. Hey! <laughs> Dollar 25 store. So, in 1983, 
My uh, family moved to Raymond. Wow, you're old. I Just am. Kidding. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you're like what? Ten? You're eleven. Yeah. You're eleven. Okay. As <laughs> that's all right. As being, uh, he tells me all the time I'm old. <laughs> I don't. I yeah, do not. Yes, I've do done. Not. Don't don't let him fool you. <laughs> so, as being new to the town, we had a lot to learn about this small New Hampshire town. As my first story, we have had many encounters of spirits in my family with my sister and me seeing and hearing things. And so my mom had a very dear friend who was a psychic. He was amazing helping us out with my sister and my family. We have been hearing a lot of things going on after this happened with my sister. So we decided, he decided to actually come out to our home and see what else was happening around. We were actually having a family get together and he came out. There was quite a few of us. There was probably 13, 14 people at the house. So real quick, it's, so you lived on a, it was in a, it was in a trailer Yep. and it was like kind of in the woods offset the road. Yeah. I mean, we were, you know, we, we were on the road, but our driveway was, you know, fairly long. So you were in Raymond in the first story too? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same trailer. Okay. This, you know, we were, the road, you know, the, the road was very woody, swamps, um, you know, there was four trailers in a row. We were the, you know, the second trailer. It's a lot of Raymond is swampy, woody. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, a lot of Raymond's really yikey. It's yikey. It's yikey. Yikey? What's yikey? She said I said it, it on accident <laughs> on the last podcast. So I was like, it's yucky. And then I meant to say, like, yikes. I said yikey. Yeah. Oh, so that okay. So now, now we all now. know. You know where you're at. He started in the front of our yard, um, up with the trailer. In his, his, him and his daughter. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> him and his. <laughs> wow. Uh, maybe new dollar store glasses. No, <laughs> joking, guys. Um, him and his daughter <laughs> were outside when he told us to stay in the house for now. He did what he had to do outside. We have no idea what he did. And he came into the house where he definitely had a different look and attitude. Like his, his, the look on his face, his attitude kind of changed. Knowing many things, we, we knew something was obviously happening in and around the house. Mm-hmm. He told us all to get our coats on. So we were all going for a walk. I'm like, okay. So all of you. Me being, I think I was 11 or 12, we all got dressed and went outside. Well, behind our trailer, it was all woods. Okay. Like, all woods. I mean, you could walk for miles. So there was lucky number 13. Mm. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah, (laughs) just a little. There was 13 of us. Um, I was actually included in the group. Mm -hmm. Now, it was rocks, trees, brush, bushes, very thick, thick woods where he was taking us. We followed, you know, we followed this, this wonderful man out in the woods, not knowing what we were in for. He had a cane, and the strangest thing, he was walking in this woods like he didn't have issues walking. So he so so as soon as right as soon as we got into the woods, he was walking like he didn't need his cane. So prior to going into the woods, he had to walk with it, and then I was what? Yes. Okay. Yes. We were all tripping, trying to get out there. 
to follow him yeah. so we wouldn't lose him. So we were all a little scared and nervous about this because we had no clue. We all got <laughs> to kind of a clearing. It was it was like a it was like almost like a ring of trees. Of trees. That's scary. Yeah, so we all got to that clearing. Now is this at night? Yes. Okay. It don't at, I don't honestly know the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so it was dark. It, it she was, did say it was nighttime, just yeah. that way. Oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> I didn't catch it. Sorry. He asked us to all get into a circle, body circle. Chill out. It's my cat. <laughs> Made me jump. I hope the camera, I hope the mics catch that. So they see everyone go. (laughs) It made me jump. So he told us that there were many issues in this part of the woods. So we were all a little confused. He wasn't talking that much. He was very, like, quieter. Because, like, in the beginning, he was, this may be happening, that may be happening. Um, So it sounds like something happened outside. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Um, once I get into the story, you'll you'll hear. He took one of his cigarettes, mm-hmm. and he took the paper off it and put the tobacco in his hand. Took the tobacco with his other hand and spread it around behind us so you're, okay. in the circle. So he actually took the tobacco and, and followed the circle and put it on the ground. Okay. What a waste. <laughs> um, yeah. He asked us all not to talk. So as soon as he did this, a white haze followed where he put those ashes on the ground. Uh, it was like a cloud that was behind him. And when he finished the circle, when he finished the last part of his tobacco, the fog, smoke, cloud was gone. So he told us to look in the distance of the woods and look at the white birch tree. So there was a white birch tree past our circle, and it was just in the woods. We all looked over there, and standing by the tree was a shadow with a tall Native American headpiece. It's kind of hard to explain what the headpiece looked like. I guess the medicine men had a different headpiece than all the rest of the tribe. That's what he told us. Or like a chief or something? Like a chief has a different headdress. Right. Not headpiece, sorry. Headdress, as they So you look over to the tree and you see in like a shadow of a Native American. Yes. He said that the medicine man was from the tribe that was still there. On the land. On the land. So us wondering why this tribe would be there, according to him, he was told by the spirits of the Native Americans that they were looking for a baby. Uh, who'd you, who told you this? The, the man that brought you into the woods? The psychic, the psychic. yes. <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> Gotta go. This is wild. So at that time, my aunt, my Aunt Lori, my babysitter, Michelle, which is his daughter, she used to babysit me when okay. I was younger, and I said a word. Don't ask me what the word was. All three of us said this word. Like at the same time? At the exact same time. It was not English. It was actual Native American word for baby. Goosebumps. (laughs) All all three of us said the exact same word. 
He told us that it was we were saying baby. <gasps> so wait, you you had no control over it, you just said it. Do you remember saying it? Yeah. Do you remember you don't remember what it is though? Oh. Yeah, let's not repeat it. Let's just not go there. Yeah, thank you. True, maybe. None of us knew the language, obviously, because we don't speak it. And for us to say it was was pretty scary. Yeah. So he had all of us hold hands. Now at this point, we're not holding hands. Like we're just standing we're there just awkwardly in a circle. Standing there <laughs> in a circle, and all three of in us say this in seeing, the middle of the woods, seeing spirits and saying random Native American words. He stood Maybe in the would be gone. <laughs> he stood in the middle of the circle and explained why this tribe was here. According to the spirit, the Native Americans. Um, the white men and women who lived on this land took their baby. So our, yeah, our people took the Indian's baby. And they were looking for the baby. Oh, it made doesn't us, sound good. It doesn't. And it, when he explained this story, it felt like all sadness hit us all. Like, bad. Yeah. Some of us were had tears in our eyes. Some of us were shocked, you know, because we can't help these spirits. Right. He told us that the spirits were not there to harm them, that we were not there to harm them in any way. And he said that we all hoped someday they would actually find their precious baby. So after he said that, everything was gone and quiet. He said that you know that we not we don't they will not hold on <laughs> when Whoa! i when you when she when it went <laughs> okay no. retake he said that they will not mean any harm to us at all the spirits the excuse me native americans told him that they would not harm us in any way so we all started walking out of the woods to go back to the house. My aunt literally had a dress on with nylons, lost her shoe. We found her shoe, but when we got back into the house, she not had one hole, one tear, or one rip in her nylons. We're walking through pricker bushes, branches, rocks, going over rock walls. Oh, the math isn't mathing. No, it's not, is it? We all got a little closer to the house, and he asked us to stop. No, yeah. bye. <laughs> We've had enough. <laughs> Gotta go. I didn't want to, but I was holding on to my Aunt Lori pretty hard. <laughs> she probably had bruises up and down. <laughs> I, just, I did that over here. She laughed at me, too. Um, he had a feather in his hand, and it had a small charm on it. From where? He had it. He brought it with him. Oh, okay. Okay. So, yeah. He so already kind of knew what was him. going on. I had a feeling he did. I'm assuming. I mean, he had tobacco. But and, he had tobacco. Know. He had right. a feather. So with the charm on it, he actually put it on the tree high enough. Now he's he was shorter than you. Mm -hmm. You know. So I'm I'm six two. You're so. six two. So he was probably about five six five seven. Oh, he's short. Short. Yes. Okay. Short king. He put it on the tree <laughs> and he said that this feather and charm would protect us if these 
white pe- you know white spirits came back white men yes and we talked about what had happened still in shock we asked why our us three girls you know said the word a word <laughs> and they wanted us to know why they were there my aunt was picking on this psychic joking around with him and he told her if she kept it up because of course they all went back to the house and were drinking so she decided to be Aunt Lori if she kept it up that the Indians were going to have a party in our in our house well guess what love you Aunt Lori she kept it up we all laughed and then went to bed we had fun went to bed get ready for bed my Aunt Lori and my Uncle Harvey were in the living room. And they were laughing. Mom said, jokingly, don't laugh. The Indians will come have a party. About an hour goes by, and all of a sudden, we heard bottles crashing, lights flashing, blah, blah, blah. I remember you telling me this story now. So my aunt and my, aunt and my uncle, Mom yells out and tells them to stop. They weren't laughing anymore. <laughs> so both of them yell, it isn't us. My mom's room was at the end of the trailer, and my room was next to the bathroom. She tells me, go out with her, and of course, being nervous, you know, brave little Tammy again, <laughs> I go out there. Who do you there. think you are? <laughs> right? When we walked down the hall, there were lights and orbs everywhere everywhere beer bottles floating in the air clashing clashing as they hit the ground so i told them that they could leave (laughs) and the light stopped and everything was gone it was definitely an experience i have never been through yes i went through the one with my sister but this one's way different my mom called the gentleman that came, the psychic, who came and said he told my aunt it would happen. So he came back a few days later, and we walked in the woods. And the feather and the charm that was in the tree was at the top of the tree. It's got goosebumps. No one could reach where this feather was. What? There's no way. The tree was one too thin to put a ladder on. So they were making it higher so they could protect us more. He was talking to someone, and according to him, us doing this, the Indians found their baby. Us going out there and us doing this, those Indians found their baby. The day after we had a cookout, we took pictures. <laughs> All day my mom took my pictures. My family is so, so weird. Some, the fact... Like- the fact that you guys like had a went party. through all that and then went back and just drank and had a good time and all this stuff. You guys are crazy. It's so funny. It's just so normal. Yeah, 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 no yeah problem. that happened. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah. Start drinking well, again. When, you know what, though? If it happens to you, you're going to feel the same way that we do. I mean, I've experienced stuff, but... Not like that. Uh, <laughs> no. So, we were, we were outside, you know, and we went, we actually went to where we were. Mm-hmm. And my mom took a picture of the birch tree, and all the came, all the other pictures came out beautiful. The only one that didn't was that birch tree. This is an amazing 
Don't start. <laughs> and true story, but 13 of us yeah, that's to the see biggest the thing. same thing and hear the same thing. That day was definitely an eye-opener for me that spirits are real and they just need closure to move on. I'm so happy that they found their baby and even years later, we never seen or heard anything again. Absolutely. So how did they find their baby? I guess I don't get that. Because so they because I us going out there. They made contact like, with. They made contact with both. So he, the psychic, actually made contact with both. Both what? The white men. White men. And the natives. And the Native Americans. So there was a white man there too. The white men took their baby, honey. As in, like. There was another, the like, presence there. Yeah, oh, he's, oh. yeah he was speaking it, to both, yeah. yeah. The craziest part is, like, some people aren't going to think that's real at all. Some people are You're gonna, a liar! Yeah, some people are going to think it's it's real and cool. And But the fact that 13 people were there and were able to witness that... Bring them in. Is what, <laughs> ...is what blows my mind. Because you could sit... I'm uncomfortable telling my stories because I think people listen and think I'm weird. So I have, I have quite a few stories that I could probably tell on the podcast, but I don't know if I'm comfortable. I don't know, just the way they react sometimes. So the fact that there's 13 of you and all of you saw and heard and experienced the same thing is what really like makes an imprint on my mind that, that it really happened. So it's crazy. You know, and, and the thing is, is a lot of people like with spirits and ghosts and I mean, I can bring up one, the day you were born, your great-grandfather was standing behind the doctor, you know, yeah. and it's, it's, it happens. A lot of people, some people don't believe, a lot of people do believe, but when you, when you have the experience and when it happens to your, to you, and with, like you said, 13 members, yeah. 13 people saw the exact same thing. Yeah, that's what that's what And for us to have a psychic come in and him know this and him, you know, go out there in in and talk to these Native Americans and the white men, it was definitely real. I'm never meeting that man. Um don't go <laughs> in the he, woods. Let's see, around. we're learning lessons here. Um I'm not sh I'm not really sure. <laughs> Moral of the story well, is don't follow a psychic into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> the like bottle the thing reminded me of the hotel of that story of the group of guys that saw the floating glass just like fall yes. to the ground. Okay, so unfortunately the last like <laughs> catastrophe. <laughs> Sorry. The last like five minutes of my mom's story, the camera had stopped recording for some reason. So so we're gonna say Technical our difficulties. Yeah, we're gonna say our goodbyes. Um, so thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode, Mom. Go follow our stuff. Yes, great job. Yes, thank, thank you. you for. Stay away from me. <laughs> Don't come near me again. <laughs> thank you for uh, coming onto the show and sharing your stories. Hopefully, some people will uh, enjoy them as much as we do. And we'll see you soon. Yeah. So tune in to the next episode. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, guys.